Assalamu alaikum, Sharif. Alaikum salam. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you very much. I'm fine, thank you. And you, how are you? Alhamdulillah. 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 I'm so grateful that you spared some time and joined us. This is such a fantastic feeling to have a Sufi brother from Morocco, from Africa, joining hands with us, sharing his thoughts with us, sharing his family's history with us, sharing the Sufi culture of Africa with us. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I'm very happy to be with you to share this with you, with you Sufi Council, and to do this interview with you. I'm very happy to be here with you. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, Sharif uh, Ahmed Tijani. Exactly. Uh, your name is on your great great grandfather's name. Exactly. Sheikh Ahmed Tijani. The founder of Tijani Silsila in Africa. Exactly. A great Sufi saint who has millions of people as his followers. Still, they are there. Still, you people are leading them spiritually. Uh, we would love to know about him. Uh, will you please introduce uh, him to us from the beginning? Where he born? How he raised up? How he spent his life? Mm -hmm. With a little brief, please. Shama Tijani, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Shama Tijani is that he's born in one eleven fifty Hijriya. So it's about two hundred and eight years or nine years now. Go. He was born in Ainumadi. It's a small village in uh, one state, Lawat in Algeria. He, he was born there. When he reached seven years, he finished learning Quran. The sixth year, he learned it at the age of seven. When he reached 12 years, he starts traveling for business with big, big people. And he starts small businesses and traveling for 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 looking for his own for his own life. What, then when he reached 15 years old, his, his father and his mother, they marry him, they give him one of his small khadim. Till then after his marriage by one year, he, both of his fathers died in, in the same day because of one pandemic. So it was in 1156 Hijriya. So since that time, he started learning Sharia and Ulum, and he was looking for Asrar Khafia everywhere around the world. Till he started traveling, till he wanted to go to Umrah. There he stopped by a lot of countries like Egypt, Libya, and all those countries where he stopped. So when he did all his Umrah and everything, and he wanted to come back, he stayed sometimes, some years in Egypt, I think four or five years that he stayed there. Till they, they give him one proposition, they propose him to, to stay with them forever. But he refused because by that time he didn't reach what he wanted to do. Then he started discovering Sufi and he started entering a lot of, a lot of others, Tariqa Sufi. Even he did Tariqa Khalwatiya. Till, till one day, till after Egypt, he came back to first 
to Morocco. He came here to Morocco to fast, and he did a small mosque that we all know now is the great Zawiya of fast, of Shah Matijani here. But by that time, he started by from, from uh, Jana Karawin with his ulama. And he was doing majalis with his with ulama of Karawin before even he discovered that he will do his own way and his own tariqah that will be even a founder of tariqah Tijaniya. Till he got the izn from the Prophet وسلم, that he see the Yaqazatan in Manam. Then by that time, he give him the awrad because before this thing he was in Tariqa Kharwati as I told you. Give him the awrad and he asked him to do his own tariqa. And he found it. It was and he gave him the azkar of this tariqa. It was the wazifa, istighfar la ilaha illallah, istighfar 30, salatu fati 50, la ilaha illallah 100, and jawhatul kamal 12. And where do sabah with the masad twice daily? It's astaghfirullah 100, la ilaha illallah 100, and uh, salatul fati 100, daily, twice. That time he got a lot of enemies, especially in fast from, from Jamiatul Karawin. He got a lot of enemies, and by the grace of God, he was always superior on them. Till one day, the Sultan, Mawlai Sulaiman, called him to ask him about something. He was the king of Morocco by that time. He told him that he wanted to prove him that, that he see the Prophet that he wanted to see a proof. And that even him, he heard that he is from Ahlul Bayt. He took him to his own alwa here, and he was doing his own alwa till they saw together the Prophet He told him, what do you want me, what do you want to ask? He told him, this is the Sultan, Mawlai Sulaiman. He wants to ask him if he is from Ahlul Bayt or not. He told him three times, this is my son, this is my son, this is my son. Even the Sultan, he didn't support that. And he fell down, he was crying. Since that time, he was like protected from the king of Morocco by that time. And he, he gave him as a gift that big house that he got, Darul Maraya, where he stayed for the rest of his life. It's in the old, it's in the old city of Paris. It's very close to the mosque that he did. Then, like till till he was sick one time, and he called his family and everything. He greeted them, and he took a, a cup of water. He read Fatiha on it, Salatul Fatiha on it, and he drink it. Less than one minute after he died. So this was just a small of his history. And now. Uh, yeah. You, as as you summarize small of uh, the great science history, yeah. uh, I would love to share the moment of people who are associated with him with a video yeah. clip. These are yeah. his followers, and then we will talk about this. Okay, no. Allah wa ta'ala 
Mashallah, this was this was the tremendous crowd. This yeah. was the tremendous crowd. And bull are the followers of uh, Tijani Silska. Those followers they are from Nigeria, exactly from Bochi State, Bochi City. This was on October of uh, 2019, last year. This video. So this was during celebrating Maulid of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We did it in a stadium. And it was founded, this Maulid, by Sheikh Tahir Usman Bouchi from Nigeria. It was him who was doing all these celebrations there, in that country. And this is one city? Yeah, this is one city. Mashallah, that's wonderful. So we can say that there, there's a perception in uh, Pakistan and this part of the world that no. uh, as we hear the news that there are extremists in Africa, Muslim extremists, they are bombing everywhere. But Alhamdulillah, Sufis are in the majority everywhere. Yeah, in Africa. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. In, in how many countries are there with clear majority of Sufis? With? With a majority of Sufis. The most, the country who contains most of Sufis, right? Actually, yeah. actually is Nigeria, with almost 90 million of followers of Tijania. 90 million? 90 million, yes, exactly. My goodness, my goodness, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And what about the other countries? Other country countries are? Yes, in other countries, especially Senegal now, 80% of the population of, Sen of, of, of Senegal, they are from Tijania. They are followers of Tijania. And then there is Mali, Cote d'Ivoire, yeah. Niger, Chad. This is the countries where we have most of followers in Africa. Then there is no countries in Africa where we don't have followers right now. Right. And this is the only followers of Tijania? No, no, no. We have followers in Europe. We have many, many mosques of our followers that they are representing us even in Europe, in Asia, in America too. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen one of your family members. Uh, he was visiting Malaysia a few days back, few few months back, and yeah. there are a few celebrations of his for, to welcome him. And uh, Tijania is the biggest or the largest silsila tariqa of uh, Africa. Right? Yeah. What else do you have there? Like Kadria is there, Sorwardia is there, Shazlia is there, Lakshbandia is there? No, or no. only Tijania? Uh, only Tijania. Only Tijania. That's we respect other Tariqa. We, we love other Tariqa, other Aulia, but we follow only Tijania. Okay. And Africa, there is only Tijania. Exactly. No, no, there is other tariqa, but the most, All the yes, but more than 95% are Tijaniana. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, and your great-grandfather, uh, Sheikh uh, Ahmed Tijani, yeah, exactly. his mezar, his shrine is in uh, Morocco. Maliki, yes. Maliki. It, it, Maliki. It's a, okay. He was following That's the Maliki. place. Maliki, yeah, yes. 
No, where is his shrine? His yeah. mizar. His turban. His shrine. His grave. His shrine. Yes, he's in Fas now. In Fas. In Fas in Morocco. In Morocco. Oh, that's so in in Morocco there is also Tijanis, right? Yes, exactly. No, and for Tijani, as we are building mosques everywhere for to do our rituals and our zikr daily. Mashal. Yeah. Oh, daily. That's daily. Exactly, daily. That's wonderful. Because in the most of uh, tarikas, it's weekly or monthly gatherings. They do. But it's wonderful that you are doing it on daily basis. That's wonderful. So, uh, uh, Sharif, tell me, tell me, uh, do you feel that there is extremism going on or spreading in Africa? In Africa, there is extremism, but this is a small politics that we don't want to talk much about it, as you know. But from Tijania, in Tijania, what Shel Tijani said. He said, if you have something about me, put it on the balance of Sharia. If it follows Sharia, do it. If it don't follow Sharia, leave it. Because somebody, and sometimes they can come and tell you that Shia Matijan said that and said that, but he didn't say anything. There are some people that can tell some lies, as you know. But Shia Matijan, he said, if you have something about me, put it on the balance of Sharia. If it follows Sharia, do it. If it don't follow Sharia, leave it. And what is the main main teachings of Sheikh Ahmad Tijani? His aurat is just to just to put people like more closer to God with his aurat because all his aurat is as istighfar, astaghfirullah, and salatu ala nabi, salatu fatihi, and la ilaha illallah, kalimatu tawheed. And is there a trend of having meal on uh, Sufi centers or shrines like here we call it langar okay we distribute meal uh, we distribute food we eat it together yes so exactly. when, whenever we sit together whenever we meet together and whenever we be together we yes. uh, after zikr after our prayers after meeting one another we used to go for a meal and we call it langar. Yes, in this scene we do it in almost all our mosques, especially the great mosque of us, of Morocco. That's we wonderful. used to do it daily, yes. That's wonderful. Yes. And Sheikh, uh, uh, how is, uh, like I know about Moscow, the Sufi culture is very vibrant there. They have Sufi musical event festivals. Yeah. There are Sufi colors. They celebrate things. They uh, they have get together. And I was listening just in that video clip as well. We yeah. will play it later on. A lady was attending the uh, ceremony. The lady was there. This lady was the only lady that was talking because she was the governor's wife of Bochi State. So, and she's from Tijania, and her husband, he was there, the governor. So they assist the, the, the ceremony. Okay. Yeah. So she, she practically assisted 
the ceremony or or the leader to lead the ceremony no 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 she just gave she, two minutes she was just talking for two or three minutes that's all okay okay yeah. and normally when you uh, be together or meet uh, at uh, mosques or uh, go for zikr yeah. so ladies do join that zikr ceremony or but there how, is how they place for for ladies men they are together and ladies they are they are alone they have their special place the special parts of in, inside the mosque yes the, the special but they space. join yes but yes. they join yes with 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 the distance they yeah. they have their space uh, but they in the same place exactly yeah yeah exactly this is yeah. so wonderful that everyone is equal in uh, the tasawuf yeah it's men or it's women but they have equally uh, having their rights in the tasawuf they can come together they can sit separately women with women man with man but yeah. they participate together this is wonderful and they share the same thing is the love of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam yeah well that's right that's right and sheikh uh, how is uh, the government of uh, morocco i i heard that they are sufis they support sufis they support sufis exactly yeah yeah and the government is sufi government they they uh, i guess uh, they organize few sufi conferences annually the last conference that the king organized it was on 2014 it was not for sufi but for tariqa tijania it was the international conference of tariqa tijania it was in 2014 and doctor uh, uh Fazli, i i'm 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 just missing his name uh he is organizing a sufi musical festival for years and years i guess yeah but i never participated in those ceremonies so. ah okay yeah. okay but uh, i i guess uh, your cousin he used to participate in those gatherings yeah exactly yeah. so tell us more about nigeria how is nigerian government behave they, how how does the they they uh, how how do they behave like are they supportive to sufism or they are neutral or nigeria government they are neutral but it's for their own interest is to support us now actually especially with the number of our followers there okay yeah so any any story of your great great grandfather which you like to share with us any any story from his life like uh which type of stories like how he uh, behaved with his followers uh any story about his traveling any story about his uh, teaching any story about his life yeah he me was he have been a lot of khadim in his house and he had two children two men two sons sidi muhammad al-kabir and sidi muhammad al-habib so and he had two wives mabruka and ghalia they were like khadim they, they were working in his house when he married them the first time both of them and he got 
two men from them, Sidi Muhammad Tabi and Sidi Muhammad Habib. And him, in his own life, he, he loved equality between people. This is why even when his own workers sleep in, at the night, he will go and he will put his own sons at the same places with his own worker. And he was, if he closed their doors by key, he will go and, cl and close his sons too and his children too. Then it will be like equality between his sons and his own workers in, in his house. And what he was preparing is that his lady workers, he was never leaving a lady worker without marriage. And he was, him by himself was paying everything for them by that time. And he was like supporting equality and Sharia by the same time. This is what. Yeah, exactly. So he was looking for a new type of Sufism because, as you know, before a lot of Tariqa of Sufi, they were doing and practicing, like especially Khalwa. Mm. Mm. Yes. But yes, exactly, yes, exactly, but exactly, but exactly, but nobody of his followers will die before reaching the daraja of wilaya only with this azkar that the prophet وسلم, gave his wazifa and went to sabahi with masai and and the zikr of uh Juma, the day of Juma. that's right that's right so so how like tell me about his lineage his sons were they uh, lived their life in morocco or in Nigeria? No, not in in Algeria. They were Algeria. living in in Algeria exactly. They were living their own life in Algeria. But when Sheikh Matijani died, they came to Morocco with uh, Sheikh Aliou Tamasini. He was the most closest person to Sheikh Matijani. He was his first Khalifa. Yeah. So they came together to Morocco for, as you know, they wanted to take all his things to Algeria. Then they tried to take his grave to Algeria, but people here in Morocco, they refused to let them do that because they wanted to take his body to Ainumani, to, to Algeria. Even they tried to do that, but but people, they were very angry and they, and they didn't let them do that. Then they come back to Algeria to come to Morocco back after a few years to do only the Ziara to the the father, the grave of the father. Yeah. Before they had some problem with the son of Sultan Maulay Suleiman, then they left to Algeria. Again, here are a few messages for you as well uh, from one of our friends. Yes. CDM. A friend from Pakistan, he is feeling it's very uh, great to see you. You uh, are very active, very famous, very, very passionate. He is saying uh, he is enjoying the session. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I told you that here, here I will play it again the video and yeah. we will uh, witness the lady who is there and who is participating in the gathering <laughs> 
And there is another video which I enjoyed the most because yes. we know that the followers, the murids, they are so much in love with their sheikh and to participate in the gatherings. They don't even think what they are doing, but sometimes they are endangering their lives as well. So the trend is same here in Pakistan or there in Morocco or Algeria or Nigeria, Mali, India, everywhere. The followers are same. Let me show you another uh, footage, which will uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> this is wonderful what this event was this was in nigeria too during national maulid of sheikh ibrahim Inyas. Mm -hmm. okay that doing every year for this was one of uh, khulafa of shama tijani okay. one of his big big followers okay and mm -hmm. i saw people they are just right uh, climbing on the pool and they are wherever they are finding the place they are trying to fix themselves sometimes they can do something very crazy to show the of their love for Shah Matijani or for us. So they can do something very crazy. Yeah. And That's even us. Is, yeah, it's same here as well. It's same here as well. Exactly. They do something, uh, sometimes they do something very crazy to reflect their love, how much they love us, how much they uh, love their sheikhs. Exactly. So this was the uh, celebration of birth of Sheikh Ahmad Tijani. No, this one during birth of uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Nias, one of of Khulafa of Sheikh Ahmad Tijani. Oh, okay. This was the birth of Khulafa, one of the yes. Khulafa. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Exactly. So you celebrate the birth of Sheikh Ahmad Tijani as well? Exactly. Every year. Okay. How long? One day, two day, three day? Uh, only one day. Only one day. And the day no, of his death? No, no, no. Only the day of his birth. His birth. And there is yes. no gathering on the day of his death? No, no, no. Don't do that. We we do that. We don't celebrate the birth, but okay. we gather on the day of the death. And we recite, we uh, have Askar, we have uh, religious lectures, we have spiritual lectures, we have get together, we have food and meal, and we have other uh, social and cultural components as well. 
but we use together basically this has the philosophy to bring all the murids together once in a year whether it's celebration of the birth or remembering him on the day of death so yeah. it is uh, the basic intention is to bring all the murids together but and this is okay sorry no no please please okay but we can do something for the day of the death but we not the we not do like big ceremonies like just smoking inside the mosque not a big one like the ceremony of of the birth of our share oh yes yeah oh yes that's that's different celebration is different and re remembering someone is different yeah exactly so exactly. of course we do uh, different than the but they we uh, have the common culture uh, of uh, celebrating the birth of prophet sallallahu yeah. we do it on mass level it's it's like eid and we celebrate it more than eid exactly thousands and hundreds of thousand people are on streets wearing white dresses wearing beautiful new dresses celebrating the birthday of the prophet uh, decorating their houses decorating their shops decorating the ways and that is that is marvelous on the 12th day of rabiul awal in for the birth of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam are celebrating the day of the birth and we are celebrating the naming ceremony is the seventh day of the birth. Okay. So we are doing two ceremonies. Like oh, the name the birth ceremony and the naming ceremony. Mm -hmm. So you you celebrate it twice. One the twice. birth ceremony mm -hmm. and after seven days the naming ceremony. Exactly. This is wonderful. And this first video was from the birth ceremony, right? Exactly exactly, yes. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. But like Niger countries like Nigeria, they are doing only bird celebrating. Because there every week you will find celebration of the bird of the Prophet in, in some places. So they don't have only one celebration, like national celebration. They are doing it in all cities, all villages, like almost every week. So this is why we are not celebrating there. But like Morocco, we are celebrating twice in our mosque because we are doing it only here in, in Morocco. Like we are celebrating the birthday and uh, the naming ceremony. And uh, Sharif, is there any data available that how many um, Shayukh are buried in Africa or how many their Khalifas and the Sufi saints are buried in Africa in different countries is there any data available do you know the exact number how like there are 5000 shrines there are 10000 shrines we have the last numbers that we got it was almost in 2017 of the numbers of followers by that time it reached 400 million followers of tariqa tijania only okay this is the number of followers of Tijani, exactly around the world. Around the world, mashallah. It exactly. is 400 million. 400 million, exactly. Double than the population of my country. Okay. <laughs> Double than the population well, of my country. 
but most of followers they are in africa now they are in africa yeah but but some new followers they are they are coming they are coming now coming now coming now from now when, when, when a shift dies when a shift dies and passes away where you buried the sheikh and make a mezar we we call it mezar shrine yes for the grave for the grave what yeah. do you call it uh we call it rauda or dariha rauda rauda yes how many rodas are there is there any in, number calculation in, okay inside the inside our mosque in fast there is only one okay but around the world there are so many that you cannot that often we don't have the exact numbers because there are too many because every country has its own khulafa has its own muqaddam has its own shuyukh of tariqat tijaniya there are so many so we cannot have the exact numbers of the of, and of the there is there is no study on it that making a directory or database of our rodas and everyone where the roda is and where uh, and his name or there is right. no direct and or the database of there is only it's only on books that we can find that there is some books like kashful uh, hijab and rafon niqab from sheikh sukairij there is there is a book of jawahir al maani and bulug al amani of sheikh ali harazu and there is bughat al mustafid these three books they are like the most books where we can find tajama about big shuyukhs and big khulafa of tariqa tijaniya and about their own lives and why they died and where we can find their graves only also this is i i unfortunately today i am having uh, pain in my leg so i am yeah. a bit uncomfortable with my health please don't okay, mind no. it so okay, Sheikh, no uh, have you uh, visited uh, this region asia yes i was i spent one month and a half last year in indonesia and i saw that they are doing wonderful work there our tijania people especially now there is more than more than 400 mosques that they are building even in small islands they are doing they are building mosques now there because we start having a very important number of followers there then i entered for building a new mosque in malaysia but i spent only one night there just to start building and i left the country the next day but i i want to go back this time maybe even to india this year why not inshallah before india you have to come to pakistan uh, inshallah i'll come you you are more more than welcome you you should visit pakistan this is a sufi country and sufism is there in every single city village you will find it in the ear you will you will you will have the fragrance of sufism here sindh is rich of it are are all the areas punjab sindh these are our provinces big saints famous saints famous shrines are there people are loving they would love to welcome you they will love to host you and they would love to know about the tariqat tijaniya 
and uh, I I would love to host you and I I'm inviting you to visit Pakistan before you go in India. Uh, I will come. Or, or if if there is a problem uh, that if you have Pakistani uh, visa on your passport and visiting India, then first visit India and then come to Pakistan. We have no problem with that. Okay, no problem, sir. No problem. I will come. And I will come. And I am really thankful that you spared such time for us. And I hope that in future we will sit again. We will uh, learn more about the Sufi culture of Africa through you, through other uh, scholars and Shayu. Exactly. And to talk about Tajama of all big shoes in this tariqa and talk like more comfortably about stories of Shah Matijani and his life like we not do small resumption like like today like because we talk just a little small about his own life but next time we talk too much about him I would love to hear we have still time I would love to hear about his life if you like to share yeah because Shah Matijani, yeah, he had some big khulafa like Shah Aliu Tamasini, with who he was spending the most of time. And there is a small story that I will tell you now about them. Like they were very close, and Shah Aliu Tamasini had a siru khutwa. It's like he can, he had this karama that he can move everywhere he wants in the same minute. Oh. Even till your time. He wanted to visit Shah Matijani and he entered inside the mosque to see Shah, and he know that he used that Siru to see him, to come and see him. Shah Matijani by that time, what he told him, he told him, please, if you want to visit me next time, don't do anything like that or use your karama. You should just come to visit me like all other people to suffer on the road if you want baraka for me. So since that time, Shah Ali Tamasini didn't use like uh, he didn't use it again, as we say. Hmm. There is another karama with Shah Ali Tamasini that one day he had one uh, debt that we, uh -huh. and he wanted to send it to Shah Matijani, and he did it from Algeria till Morocco, and he received it here. So this was some small karamas between them, between Shah Ali Tamatini and Shah Matijani. And then it was the one who wrote, who wrote Jawahirul Ma'ani, the most famous book of Tariqa Tijaniya now. So Sidi Ali Harazim, he was very close to Shah Matijani too. Till one time Shah Ali Harazim he came to visit Shah Matijani and he gave him some special askar to do. And he told him that, that he should go to Umrah and do it in front of the tomb of the Prophet That if he finished that, he will get every, everything he wants in his life. And that he will be like a, a source of benefits of all people and all Sufi around the world. Shalya Harazmi was following what Shah Matijani was saying. Till one day he was in Jabal Uhud. And it was like after Maghrib. Because he asked him to do it before Maghrib. And he 
and he went at the top of the mountain and he started doing that zikr. While he was seeing the tomb of the Prophet till he fell asleep, he slept. But people, they think that, that he died by that time. They took his body, they, they buried him like he was alive. Till after two days, Shah Matijan, he told to his followers and disciples with who he was sitting by that time, he told them it's just now that Shah Ali Harazim left this world. So, like, this was a small karama from his life. Marshall. And these these are the these are the examples which lead us towards a Sheikh Kamil. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. And Shah Matijani he was talking about Faida. Faida is like the source of benefit. Yeah. In this and he said that some men they will come and bring it to this tariqah. And this is what we, we, we are seeing now, by this time, especially from Sheikh Ibrahim Nias from Senegal. Because before Sheikh Ibrahim Nias, it was Sheikh Omar Futi Utal from Senegal that he was start spreading tariqah in Africa. But he was fighting to spread it. He was doing work to spread tariqah. He was spreading it by force first time, Sheikh Omar Futi Utal. Then when Sheikh Ibrahim Yas came, came around 1952, some shurafa, some great-grandsons of Shah Matijani, they visited him there, Sidi Taib and Sidi Ibn Omar. Mm. And they sent him to spread tariqah peacefully in Africa. Mm. From there that we start all this much like numbers of followers that you are seeing now, it starts by that time especially in Africa, in the uh, east of Africa and Central Africa. Till he reached Nigeria, he was spreading Tariqa in Sudan, Mali, everywhere, till he reached Nigeria. There in Nigeria, he got the most important number that he got 10 million followers in 15 days for Tariqa Tijania. He brings 10 million followers in 15 days. And from that time that he met the Emir Sunusi, that you are seeing now, his grandsons, up to now, he's doing very great work in Kano. He was the enemy of Kano. Like, and he was supporting him financially and everything to spread Tariqa. And he gave him Ilapa of Shah Matijani there in Nigeria. To lead us and to represent us there in Nigeria. And Sheikh Ibrahim he was traveling around the world. Every country was going, he was like he was spreading Tariqa peacefully. Yeah, till he died in 1975 now. So this is why up to now they are, they are celebrating his birthday, in, especially in Nigeria, because their Tariqa is, un, the, we reach there because of him. That's right. He was the source and the bridge. Yes. Yes, uh -huh, exactly. He was the one who was representing Tariqa Tijaniya there. Yeah. Exactly. And Sheikh, and what, what about this Sudan region and the Egypt region? Is it connected with the Tariqa Tijaniya? Exactly. In uh, Egypt region, we have like uh, Sheikh Muhammad al-Hafiz al-Misri. 
was working there very hard and who was spreading tariqah, Sheikh Muhammad al-Hafiz. And him too, he was very close to Sheikh Ibrahim Niyas by that time and Sidi Ben Omar. So they spread it together in Sudan and Egypt. Yeah. That's, that's, it is so, uh, hmm. it was a great insight about the Sufism in Africa. We know a very little about Sufi culture of Africa. Mm -hmm. And somehow people don't, sometimes they don't realize that there are Sufis in Africa. This is now an eye-opening that there are hundreds of million Sufis in Africa. In Africa, exactly. As I told you, only in Nigeria now there is 90 million followers of Tijania. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. That's, that's mashallah wonderful. That's mashallah wonderful. Like I'm now in Senegal. Yeah. Like yeah, now the population of Senegal, there is 21 million. 15 million of them, they are from Tariqa Tijania. They are following Sufi. So like, where, where uh, you live, Sheikh? You huh? you live in the country or you live all the time in different countries? Like for 11 years, you were in, in Nigeria, right? For 11 months. I, I was in Nigeria for 11 months. 11 Yes, but I can be in different countries, not only that. Okay. I guess yeah. if I'm not wrong, uh, uh, your family has the uh, special passports from the uh, uh, Nigerian government? Not Nigerian government. We have, well, we can get it from Nigerian government or from Senegalese government. Yes, we can get some special passports. Exactly. Yeah. I remember I was in. I was in Turkey with your cousin and he lost his passport yeah. during the travel. And the very next day he got it again. Yeah. Yeah. So this 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 is wonderful thing. And uh, I wish uh, the uh, routes are, uh, are going to open soon. And uh, mm -hmm. it is my lifelong dream to visit Africa. And visit Africa with full time. Like yeah. not for two days or three days, for at least four or five weeks, for mm -hmm. to visit different countries and to know about the culture, to see the culture, to document the culture of, uh, especially the Sufi culture of Africa. Yeah. So I hope, Sheikh, we will have a session again soon. We will discuss okay. more. And no it was such a pleasure to have you. And I will request you to pay my regards and my salams to all the Sufi friends, to your family, to your siblings, to all the followers you meet. Tell them that they have equally passionate Sufi brothers in Pakistan as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very Thank much. you. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you. Sorry for my English. No, no, it's quite fine. Your English is better than mine. No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.